Hey, this is a preview of a premium bonus episode of Champagne Sharks. If you enjoy the episode, subscribe at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks for $5 a month to get access not only to the rest of this episode, but to all the premium bonus episodes of the past, the whole archive. So that's a great deal. And without further ado, here we go. Hey, what's going on, Champagne Sharks? This is Trevor. You can find me on Twitter at Ricky Rawls. Uh, you can also go to Patreon to subscribe, patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. Uh, if you sign up for $5 a month, you get a lot of things, including first you get to get two episodes a week instead of just one. And we are now regular. We are regular like a grandma eating drinking prune juice were regular like clockwork you could time it tuesday and friday every week sometimes you might do a day early but you know we are um regular and you also get access to a discord the discord is a voice and chat server that patrons have access to and we're starting to do like uh voice chats we're going to start scheduling them but some of the listeners have already started jumping the gun and doing their own voice chats. So yeah, you can chat and also literally talk to other Champagne Sharks uh, fans. So it's all good. We have with us Mike. Hey, everybody. This is Mike. You can find me on Twitter at Black Exception One. Great. And yeah, you know, we've been on a tear lately. We've been producing, you know, even though I say that we're context providers, we've actually been actually providing a lot of content. Uh, So yeah we have a producer yeah after the after the after ricky got that weight lifted off his shoulders mr ricky rolls yeah man feels good yo we can, we can uh get we can get biz i'm not gonna lie i you know was gonna try to you know test it out do like one or two with the producer then do some by myself lighten the load because mm-hmm. i figured i took all this time to learn how to do all this stuff i don't want to just waste it but yeah after that one episode i passed off i was like oh fuck i can't give this up I got once I got that feeling of just sending it out and it came back so fast. Like, you know, uh I'm like, yeah, this is what a pro does. Like it, it What's the what's it, the what's the guy's name again? You started I would cut you off. I didn't oh, mean to cut oh, you off. Um his name his name is Aaron. Yeah, it's his full name and his email are in the credits, so um Okay. You know, you can Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Aaron gets busy. He does work. It's like, you know, part of me wants him to get a lot of work, you know. It was a listener who recommend. <laughs> it was a listener who recommended him, but, but uh, it's Aaron Schroeder. He, he's in the um, he's in the show notes. Uh, I but he's terrible. Putting- don't hire him. You know, <laughs> he does good enough work for us, but you don't want him doing work for you guys. You know. Yeah, you guys yeah, are too yeah. Big time for this guy. He- yeah, like I, I put the credit for Aaron. I'm like, damn, if he gets too much work, man, <laughs> you know. But 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 he deserves he deserves it. So yeah. you know, hey. Check check him out, but um, now this is a topic, right? And I know we say this, I I know we say this, and we have trouble sticking to it, even though I think we've been okay. But I don't like to keep going in on you know this certain group of 
what we call BMATs. BMATs is yeah. BMAT, Black Men Are Trash, uh, Feminists. There's this group, some people call them Shea Butter Feminists, but there's a certain group that we call BMAT Feminists who just live to thought launder. And by thought launder, you know how, how uh, when you money launder, that's like, okay, this mo- this money is coming from a fucked up source. And if people knew it's coming from this source, they wouldn't really want to fuck with it. So we have to find a way to launder the money and legitimize it. And thought launderers are people who take like fucked up thoughts that are out there in the ether and try to clean them up and make them acceptable to say. And BMATs, what they do is they are black feminists, ostensibly feminists, but I don't really think that's really what they're about, but they call themselves that. They are black feminists who their purpose is to thought launder a lot of white supremacist talking points and tropes about black men by virtue of their identity and their supposed uh, pro-black optics parrot those same white supremacist talking points and make them okay for other people to say because now they can just say oh we're just repeating what these black women said so it's okay for us to say like black men are rapists abusers sex obsessed homophobic because we're just getting it from them so they take things that people would normally not want to say when they come from white supremacists who originated these tropes launder them and make them safe to enter the discourse for white liberals and all other types of um people who fancy themselves uh progressive and woke i think it's a pretty good definition right yeah i think so too that's a it's a you did you, you coined that phrase didn't you thought launder uh yeah yeah I, I coined i like it i think it fits i think it fits perfectly with what they do um you know it's you know yeah. it's like sometimes you can close your eyes and if somebody's reading you those tweets and it's like you would never it's like wow yeah yeah it sounds like something that's coming straight out of fucking you know jared taylor or oh, dude that would be a great game if we took like quotes from uh jared taylor and richard spencer and then like uh <laughs> uh jamila lemieux and some other people about black men and then just challenge people to guess Hell yeah. who said what you know white supremacist or b mat you know like you know which one said it and yeah. i bet you a lot of people get them wrong like you know it would it would uh I, I bet you they would man especially somebody that's not really familiar with yes either specifically either group you know it's like hey no even better just tell us even better if we had if we had a white supremacist and a b mat play the game <laughs> because then you know uh it would be even funnier because you have the shea butter feminist saying listen to jared taylor and he goes um okay i think that was probably uh a feminist, a black feminist, he finds Jared Taylor. You know, you know, I think it'd be even funny if they're acquainted and they still can't get it. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, it would be would also be funny if you could ha- make happen is if you could get like a Jared Taylor to quote one of you know one of these girls, you know, lines. Oh yeah, back to them and see their reaction to it and watch them go off and talk about the racistness and all this. Oh, this is you know. That would be funny to me too. It's like, hold oh, on, yeah. you don't get to talk about us like that and blah blah blah. You're a racist. And wait a minute, I was just quoting something you said, sister. Did you see? Did you see this um, girl, Soulflower, in England? Like, like this this BMAT disease has gone over to England. This woman, she. Um, oh, say it ain't so. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I'll tell you what. Because you know this is going to be edited and this space will be taken out. Let's just let me just. Actually, it's in the Google Doc. Check Bree Newsom. Check the first link that says Soul Flower. And then just just uh, watch that. Okay. Soul Flower. Let me see. Where are we at? Uh, I said Soul Flower. It's Slum Flower. Okay. I'm clicking on it. 
Okay, first, let's have this conversation. So, the way society is structured, you've got the white man on the top, followed by the white woman, then the black man, then the black woman at the very bottom. So, black women are the least protected people in society. Now, I posted that photo and I got loads of abuse from black men, saying things like, turn out of a thousand, hideous, your hair is undone. There were black women making statements too, along those lines, but why, why I didn't feel as disappointed by the black women as I was disappointed by the black men is because we have to understand that there's such a thing as a patriarchy princess and what that means is someone who aligns themselves with an oppressive group so that they feel like they have more power now in the community black men aren't doing enough to protect black women and so there have been so many jokes where black men have used um, black women as as the footstool of their jokes are like oh you're too dark to wear red lipstick and all these things so that's colorism and that's a whole different conversation and why it affected me that black men made those comments about me was because i expected a lot more from them um they are in a position to be protecting me not me having to protect everyone else now here's what i don't understand right um and this is going to relate to what well actually let me back it up i'll, I'll get to the other part later um okay why is she going to bbc with this and this is not even about an airing dirty laundry thing. Like, see, because airing dirty laundry is different because airing dirty laundry means, oh, it's true. I just don't want you to talk about it outside the community. Like, like me personally, I don't think what she's saying is even true. So I don't want to use the analogy of airing dirty laundry. Like, you know, I think she's dirtying her own laundry and then passing it off as, you know, whatever. But that's, that's not my point. What I'm saying is whether it was true or not, right? Mm -hmm. And I personally don't think it's true what are you going to to the bbc for them to do like why are you there and they get they get what i'm asking i mean like what does she want these white people to do for her to to black men to, to spread her message far and wide so that, so that what so that what happened they would come and rescue black women from the scourge of the black man so, so who's who's going to rescue them because I'm, I'm actually asking like like a lot of times i ask questions but i have an answer in mind i generally i genuinely don't know it like so if you have an idea well, this, yeah that's a good point i mean because even even in the hierarchy that she listed white people are on the top yeah so you're complaining to them about somebody that's under the, that you feel is underneath them but still above you oppressing you like what, what do you why would you expect anything from them does she expect them to take out black men on her behalf so that white women, black women yeah, can thrive? Yeah, I don't see why she could, how she could expect that. No, maybe she know? does. Like Maybe she has more faith in the white people who created this mess than she has in black men because, like, why is she going there to make her case? I, you know, like, like, what does she want to get? Does she want them to hmm. pass laws? Like, what does she want is what I'm trying to get. Like, what is their end game? Like, why are they obsessed with going to all these so-called liberal, progressive white people and just badmouth black, black men to them? Like, like what did it, because first it seems like they have more faith in these white people than they have in black men. Yeah. You know, that's for sure. That's for yeah, sure. yeah. They definitely. Well, you see that. You see that by their, uh, you know, especially when you get to talking about the uh, the swirler types. Yeah. You know where they where they you know yeah well, black men do this and do all this and do all that, but then like uh, at the other side of their mouth they're talking about Oscar so white and black women are the, the fastest growing group of incarcerated uh people in america and all this and all this and all that and it's like who's doing that yeah they get a pass for some reason but it, it, but us we, we get no the most powerless group in america get no pass for anything bad that might be you know on us as a group yeah it's very it's very interesting like like i just 
I just really want people to wonder about that. Like, why are they going to these people? And I mean, what can these white people do for you? Um, do you want them to start arresting black men more? Do you, is that what you want? Do you want laws to get passed? Do you want cracking down? I mean, cause well, maybe it's a campaign. It's like, hey, lift us up above them and we'll help tamp them down for you. Like, we're on the same side. We agree that you should, you know, maybe it's a, you know, a job application form of sorts. Like, hey, I think you're onto something there. I and I think the job is to replace white women. I think that's. I think that's really what the job is. I think they oh, okay. want to replace. Because think about it. Who do they badmouth the most? They badmouth white women and they badmouth black men. But they rarely. That's true. Badmouth white men. Yeah. And they always tend. To, they, a lot of them tend to date white men. And what I'm thinking they're trying. They're trying to do honestly. They're trying to make a case. First of all, they want to buddy up with white women to get access to what they have, but then they also want to down them because they want to replace. They want to be a better option, I think, to white men than white women. On one hand, they want to join all the groups that white women are in to kind of uh, get access to what they have. And I think also to probably get closer to white men, but they also want to prove themselves as a better option to white men than white women. This is my theory about these, these type of people because, okay, Let's think about let's think about it like this, right? See, these people will keep talking about patriarchy, but patriarchy is not the same as saying white men. They act like patriarchy is something across the board that black men, white men, Asian men, all these men are participating together. So these are the three things they complain about. Yeah, they complain about black men, white women. The current favorite phrase now is that black men and white women are the weakest links. If you go on Twitter and search weakest links. Uh, it just keeps coming over and over. This bashing white women and black men. But the third thing they talk about is patriarchy. They never say white men. They rarely say um, white men. Sometimes they'll say white patriarchy. But, you know, hmm. um, they kind of go easy on, on white men. Unless it's like, you know, the Trump kind, like, you know, the Republican kind. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's pretty interesting. And one thing I find interesting, too, is she utterly dismisses the experience of other black women because she admits a lot of this is something that we say all the time. Where I always get mad when people say black women and not like shea butter feminists because yeah. this small group is because they don't represent the average black woman at all. They don't even respect or like the average black woman. You know, they, they, and you said she calls them patriarchy princesses and patriarchy she's, princess. she's invalidating. Is that, is that the new term? Is that the new term? Uh, um, so they don't say pick me's or whatever. No, it's actually an old term. They used to call Aki oh. a patriarchy princess all the time. Pick me is actually the newer term. Uh, okay. So they call them pick me's like, like, oh, these women are just internalizing, um, um, anti-feminism or they're just trying to get boyfriends. So they're saying, pick me, pick me. And, you know, it's kind of like how female Bernie voters were accused by uh, Madeleine Albright or Hillary Clinton of internalizing um, misogyny or something. Hmm. Yeah. So, so they're, they're, they're a strange, they're a strange group, but I, it's just something that I really find because a lot of people are getting mad about the airing out dirty laundry thing, but I didn't even take it from that level. I'm just more thinking logistically. What does she want? What do they want? Why are they always running to white people to say, oh my God, these black men are, save us from them. It's it's very, it's very weird. And I think one thing is they want to sacrifice like, you know, black men for their own uh, come up. But I also think they want to show themselves as kind of replacements. And a good example of that is, and I hate to keep going back to this, the Issa Rae Asian guy thing, where there's this thing that's going on with them and it's very fascinating, but 
they're trying to make black women into its own race, its own oppressed group that's separate than black. Not, not, not so much black women. Let me not say that because, like I said, they don't like all black women. Educated black women from their tribe. They're trying to make them into their own unique oppressed group that's different than black. Like it's its own race. And it sounds crazy when you say it, but when you see the behavior, and some people said this uh, to me, they said that, like, when, when you said that, it sounded crazy, but. Um, we have to see what you're talking about now. And what made him really see it was something that um, Bree Newsom said, which we'll get to later. But uh, remember, Easy Ray said, don't date Filipinos because they're the blacks of Asians. Yeah. And, it, you know, like you think, wait, but black women in theory are the blacks of women. like, And they're literally blacks. But they think there's so much a different race that they and so different and elevated than regular black that they actually think Filipinos are actually too black for them today like they, they somehow see themselves as almost less black than mm. not just black people but even other races um undesirables you know it's a, it's kind of like uh elevating themselves the whole black excellence tribe the ones that black excellence all the time but it's really black excellence for only like a few and i think it's um no, they're, the, they're the talented 10th yeah 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 exactly and they transcend uh and blackness to the point that even uh some non-black people they can deem as being unworthy more black yeah. than them it's, it's, it's very bizarre but yeah i think uh, oh no well you know that was just satire though t you gotta understand that was just satire She's, yeah you know what's funny nobody knows what satire means that, that's that's something very interesting <laughs> like they just said that and like satire actually here's your definition of satire because people kept saying this for easter race thing satire and i'm going to give a couple definitions so people can pick one because it doesn't fit any of them satire is the use of humor irony or exaggeration or ridicule to expose and criticize people's stupidity or vices particularly in the context of contemporary politics and other topical issues so what happens is for example um the colbert show was satire because he was <laughs> exaggerating bill o'reilly and a conservative pundit to expose their stupidity or vices. So what you do is you imitate somebody and you imitate them to a point of exaggeration or ironically or whatever, and you're doing it to do a commentary. So what I would ask is, who is Issa Rae exaggerating or ridiculing in that in that piece? Some people try to say Steve Harvey, but Steve Harvey didn't write anything like that. I mean, act like a lady, think like a man, however it goes. It wasn't written like that. Like, you know, uh, he, he he made some anti-Asian jokes years later, but they weren't in existence. That didn't happen when she did that thing. Like, OK, let's say even if she was imitating Steve Harvey, what of his stupidity or vices was she mocking? Which one was she mocking in that? Like I said, he didn't do his anti-Asian jokes yet. So she wasn't doing that. Yeah, I never heard the anti-Asian jokes that Steve Harvey supposedly did. Um, yeah, yeah. He made some kind of joke about uh, nobody wants to date Asian men or something. It was very recently. And he got... I think a lot of times with the satire with the and the mocking, it, it's it's usually obvious who who's being satirized. I, I mean, I, I, would, I totally wouldn't have never thought Steve Harvey. Well, well, this is what some people were trying to say. Because, you know, they just want to defend her. So they just... Mm. So a lot of that crowd... Uh, that blavity black crab was saying, oh, obviously it's satire. And then when I asked, who's the satire? He goes, um... Oh, he just pulled it out of their ass. Or... Yeah, he just pulled it out of their ass. And I was like, okay, what part of his book was she satiring? Or what are his views? Was she satiring? And then 
she was like, um, they were like dating advice. But then she appeared on Larry Wilmore saying the exact same thing in an interview, like in total earnest. Like Larry Wilmore asked her and then she repeated everything that was in that chapter without a hint of um, irony, you know? Yeah. Um, and Wikipedia describes it as satire is where vices, follies, abuses, and shortcoming are held up to ridicule, ideally with the intent of shaming individuals, corporations, government, or society itself into improvement. So what you're trying to do is similar. Another way of saying the similar thing, you know, you kind of hold up aspects of somebody to ridicule with the idea of shaming them um, so that, you know, they'll eventually improve, right? At least, you know, get criticized. So who is she trying to improve in that? You know, yeah. words mean things. I mean, people just don't care. People just want to be right. People just want to argue. Yeah. Like, um, these people are educated. They went to college, you know? I don't understand, like, um, why they're so so bad at this, you know? <laughs> they, they don't really think anything through. Yeah. But, ah. So, in addition to the slum flower act, mistakenly called her soul flower, Bree Newsom, the woman who climbed up the flag in Charlottesville, that publicity stunt, she was giving some of her thoughts on black patriarchy and black men to her white followers because let's be honest she has no black constituency black people don't fuck right. with her like that only only people from this tribe these type of black people who want to talk to white people like and be part of the white industrial ally complex they're the only ones who really follow her like you know white people made her right yeah she, exactly yeah she said she's this is what she said she said i don't trust anyone who doesn't see that white capitalist patriarchy is organized around the oppression of black women or who fails to see how black men and white women benefit from patriarchy and racism respectively i don't know why you're here but it's not for liberation so let me repeat that i don't trust anyone who doesn't see that white capitalist patriarchy is organized around the oppression of black women or who fails to see how black men and white women benefit from patriarchy and racism respectively i don't know why you're here but it's not for liberation and she ended up getting roasted all, like for days a lot of black men a lot of black women and i was surprised like people are really getting uh tired of this which i find very interesting it's become like a kind of a civil war some people from the grapevine like you know that's a very popular blavity black show they um got involved all these people were just arguing with everybody just telling them like you know you're crazy what are you talking about shut up we're tired of you people because you know the, the whole thing about uh, black men benefiting from patriarchy and this is what's interesting right when you parse this sentence the way she said it is very interesting because this is what she says she goes fails to see how black men and white women benefit from patriarchy and racism respectively now the use of that word respectively means that she's saying black men benefit from patriarchy and white women and white women benefit, benefit from racism, from racism. So she's basically giving white women a pass from benefiting from patriarchy. And what she's actually saying. Yeah, now that's a that's a hell of a leap. That's a hell of a leap, but it shows either you're very dishonest or you just don't know how power power works. Or a history that's a historical. It makes no sense. Who do white men historically amass all this power for? Yeah, who's who's giving birth to these men? Who's raising these men? Who's who, giving birth to these who, men? Who, but, who grow up with them? Their sisters and their cousins and their moms raise them, and they marry white women and they date white women. But not just that. And they who, shower. They shower these 
their spoils. Exactly. Ill-gotten gains on these white women. Exactly. Let me tell you something. If white men could get a dime piece living in a cardboard box with holes in their underwear, they would probably not amass as much power. Like, you know, this power they amass helps them reproduce with the white women. And white women reproduce with powerful men because they want to partake in that power. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't like the white woman was on that plantation and was saying, hey, you know, all this, these spoils of patriarchy are not for me. It's not like when Napoleon was conquering all those lands, Josephine was like, listen, I'm just... I just want a cracker. I don't need, I don't need all these jewels. Just, you know, like, like it's a, I don't understand how you think the world works. It's, it's, it's very weird. So they actually think black men benefit from patriarchy more than white women do. It's, it's. Yeah. And you know, somebody brought that up and then somebody else was, you know, he's like, you know, what, how do black men in America? Well, patriarchy has existed in Africa for, I'm like, well, we're in America right now. I don't want to talk about what's going on in Africa now or a thousand years ago in in regards to, you know, patriarchy and the system that we live under in America today. And I need you to tell me how black men in America benefit from patriarchy. Well, he's really interesting. You know, the thing about it is, yeah. though, it seems like they don't, you know, you were giving out definitions and whatnot. And I, I don't I don't think they really understand what patriarchy is. I don't think so either. But you know what else was interesting? Uh, people were asking them for days on end, give us examples on how black men benefit from patriarchy. And they either couldn't or they kept saying, this is what they kept saying all day. We're not here to do your emotional labor for you. Google it. Yeah, we're not, Google your, it. We're not your mules. We're not your mules. They're like, yeah, you're not mules. You're Trojan horses because you come in pretending that you're about black empowerment and coming on the bodies of dead black men. And then once you're inside the gates of, you know, academia or media, you pop out and you're really about uh, black men are trash and black women are the exalted new, you know, and when they say black women, again, they don't actually mean black women. They just mean their tribe. They hate all the other black women who don't agree with them as much as they hate black men. But yeah, they're sort of not mules at all. They're, they're horses and the horses that they are are Trojan horses. But, um, I mean, it's, it's like on top of the ridiculousness of white women, not benefiting from patriarchy, like, like they actually believe what feminists tell them about themselves, you know, like mm. they're feminist teachers because they don't question white people the way they question black people. So, you know, they go to these schools and their feminist teachers, you know, tell them, well, you know, white women only suffer under patriarchy. You know, we don't benefit from it, which is why we have feminism. And they're like, okay, whatever you say, like, you know, we have a tendency, especially the more assimilated ones of believing what white people tell us about who they are, as opposed to actually observing who they are. Like, you know, we take yeah. their stories about themselves at face value. And, you know, we don't do that for our own. And, but there's only one patriarchy and that's white patriarchy because in a system of white supremacy, yeah. only whites can truly be men. Like blacks can only be male, you know, yeah. you're just a male. You're not actually a man. A man is white plus male. And every other type of race, they only get as close to, as they can to being a man, depending on how, how close they can be to white, you know, but only white men can yeah. be men. So only white males can be males because that's what a man is, white plus male. So why would white men give the spoils of patriarchy to black men over their own wives, mothers, and daughters? Like like, like, like picture like white men amassing all this power and influence 
and they're like, man, I can't wait to share this with my black brother. Like, you know, oh man. Well, by well, by virtue of our maleness, you know, some of it just trickles down on us, right? Like, just by being male, we we are receiving some of the crumbs from the table, right? I mean, that's the logic of it, but I mean, that's not what male power is. Like, male power is like competitive. Like, right. why would it, what did they get? I mean, why would people who historically lynched black men for whistling or looking at white women, why would they be giving them trickle-down patriarchy? Like, everything about their history is about being threatened by the idea of black males becoming men. I mean, there's a reason why for hundreds of years they call black males boy. Like, a 12-year-old white kid is trained, you know, in the, in the old South to call, like, an 80-year-old black man boy. Like, like it's it's ingrained that we are not allowed to be men to the, to the point where that was one of the most popular civil rights sign like i am a man like, like you've seen that sign right yeah like what benefit is it for them the people that they have a sexual anxiety about who they fear to death of being like uh sexually inferior to of um this white genocide why on earth would they share the spoils of uh white patriarchy with them like 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 this is thing i call the co-patriarch fallacy where they kind of or the deputy patriarch fallacy where they kind of make this fiction that has no type of bearing in reality of like these white guys as like the head patriarchs and then they're just sitting hand in hand arm in arm with like black men like get on this chair with us man we're gonna be co-patriarchs together or you're my deputy patriarch you're my second in command you're my right hand patriarch and the two of us are just gonna patriarch together and it's not like that like people raise nations and races raise their own manhood uh to kind of compete with and eliminate other people's manhood that's kind of how it works it's not exactly a cooperative sport right yeah it's i mean yeah we know this i don't know why they can't see this or if, if they do see it and are just being purposely deceitful yeah i mean this idea that white white men built a patriarchy to, to buddy up and curry favor with black men you know they're they're traditional buddies you know hey, yeah they, man. They, they use patriarchy for that in Bree newson's mind over for landing a, a white wife or supporting the white wife he already has that's what they're using the patriarchy for is to impress black men and get them you know give them some of it you know like like like, yeah. they, like they're, they're doing this to give to black men it's, it's a you know, and this is this is the thing. Another thing that I thought was I found funny, like in that in those threads and whatnot, is when when people did ask for proof. There was a couple people that did provide like links to articles where another guy just was basically saying the same thing that they were saying. Yeah, as if that was really proof. Okay, this guy believes the same thing you believe. That's okay. He swayed me. Yeah, they were very big on. <laughs> they're very big on that. Like they can, people can ask them, give an example of how black men benefit from patriarchy. You know, give an example, and then the next day, like Bree Newsom, she comes up and lectures again. She's like, "So this is what Bree Newsom says says next, right?" She goes, um, and they always talk about you like you're stupid. Like they they think everyone's stupid. Like they they talk about you like you're the one who's stupid for not getting the nonsensical point. You know, and mm -hmm. they think black people are stupid. I, I, I can't stand it. Uh, she goes, saying black men, most specifically cishet black men, benefit from being men as opposed to women in a patriarchal culture is not the same as saying black men are immune to systemic racism. Y'all keep confusing systemic racism with the oppression that black women face and that black men often reinforce. So she's kind of questioning, she's kind of checking them for 
misunderstanding and you know lecturing them but all she did was just restate the last tweet in different like she still never provided an example of how black men benefit from patriarchy she just restated that they do just in a different way yeah exactly in a jargony in a jargony way and she's and then as usual all the people said but you really sold them or you know i guess they got to pay attention glad you straightened that out so then and i kept i kept coming into her messages i'm like you're still not giving an example. Like this, this all you have to do to dispel this instead of just keep restating all this fucking jargony shit. Just give an example of how black men are benefiting from this patriarchy. But here's what she said that's very interesting. In this tweet, she goes, "Y'all keep confusing systemic racism with the oppression that black women face, and black men often reinforce." And this is this is what I don't get, right? And she she also says, uh, "Patriarchal." Black men benefit from being men, which again, this is a restatement of what she said, not a clarification, in a patriarchal culture. But us saying that black men benefit from being men in a patriarchal culture is not the same as saying they're immune to systemic racism, but it is. Because if you're subject to systemic racism, you can't be invited into the house of patriarchy. But if you- Yeah, yeah. Who's inflicting the suffering? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be somebody that's above you. Why would I systemically oppress a race, but allow them into patriarchy? And if I am allowed into patriarchy to benefit from it, then systemic racism must not be a thing. Like the two, they are two contradictory things. And she's trying to act like it can possibly be that I can systemically be racist against black men. Also have them sitting next to me in the throne as co-patriarchs. It's kind of like saying, hey, yeah. hey, you can have uh a systemic elimination of Jews or, po- or pogroms or whatever, but also, you know, have them be the people in power. If they were in power, they would eliminate the anti-Jewish stuff. It, it, it's like, none of this makes sense. And she gets booked on. Well, no, they wouldn't because that's where they want to be. They want to be uh, uh, co co patriarchs. They want to be, you know, co Nazis or in that scenario, these yeah. Jews. They would, they, they, oh, 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 oh. Oh, so, so so they would get in power and then enact their own Holocaust under this logic? Is that yeah? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, mean, it makes yes, sense. They would, they would reinforce this, as, as she said. I, I mean, none of this has to make sense. So yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's that's true. I, 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 I keep forgetting none of this has to be logical. It doesn't have to be at all. The other thing that she said in the first tweet that I was like, uh, she doesn't trust anyone who doesn't see that white capitalist patriarchy is organized around the oppression of black women, like. As if it's not organized around the oppression of black men too. Yeah, why? Why you know just black? Why would why would you just why would you make that? Well, I guess I know why, but it's it's not it's not accurate. It's but not that's honest. exactly what I'm saying. They're trying to make black women into its own race. It's the most bizarre thing. They're trying to make black women into its own thing. It's the same thing with what I said with Issa Rae's example. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. She's saying if this it's organized around like that's the specific goal is to crush black women. I mean, it's failing miserably, like you said, because I mean, they're, like they're, they're the you know the most educated, the least incarcerated. And then New York Times study, yeah. And then New York Times study by Rod Shetty, that's kind of the reason why they, they got so mad at New York Times study. The one that was saying that black men are actually doing worse because it kind of fucks up their narrative, you know? I mean, it's, it's, everybody knows that. I don't, they're, they're lying. She's just a flat out lying. She doesn't, it's not that she doesn't know any better. She's not that stupid. She's, she's, she's not. I don't think so. I don't think she's that stupid. I mean, she's obviously kind of stupid, but. But I'm not sure. I'm, I, you know, she's not that stupid. She knows she's telling a, a damn lie right there. 
but this was this was this was interesting, right? And and now he's saying like these people are selected, not elected, which means that selected means from top. Someone from top mm-hmm. picks you up from the crowd. Elected is when you the people from the bottom push you up. And she has no black constituency. She only came on the scene when she was shown climbing um the flagpole in South Carolina to take down that flag. And no black people heard of her before then. And she was picked by white people to to do that. And you know, people are gonna think it's um conspiratorial, but I mean these are her own words. And I'll put it in the show notes. She put there is this um link from Blue Nation Review exclusive where she gave a statement, a prep statement, uh describing why she took down the flag. This happened right after the um flag went down. Blue Nation Review is a Democrat site, hence why it's called Blue Nation. And she gives like her life story and stuff and how it came to be with the with the flag and this is this is what what she said so earlier this week i gathered with a small group of concerned citizens both black and white who represented various walks of life spiritual beliefs gender identities and sexual orientation and she said we discussed it and decided to remove the flag immediately both as an act of civil disobedience and as a demonstration of the power people have when we work together achieving this would require many roles including someone who must volunteer to scale the pole and remove the flag. It was decided that this role should go to a black woman and that a white man should be the one to help her over the fence as a sign that our alliance transcended both racial and gender divides. We made the decision this decision because for us, this is not simply about a flag, but rather it is about abolishing the spirit of hatred and oppression in all its forms. So think about that. She... This group of black and white people, and I'm very curious what the power dynamic was and who was in charge. Yeah, who who made who made that decision? Yeah, yeah, and and who were the ones that were in charge, and who were the subordinates in the black and white people? Because I have a, I have a strong feeling that it's probably um, the white people were in charge, and they were probably for some. You think so? I would I would have thought probably one of the black women. No, because they always. I don't think so at all. I think the, I, I personally think it was probably a white person in charge. And they chose the black women to be front pieces. But I mean, I could be wrong. She said it was decided this role should go to a black woman and that a white man should be the one to help her over the fence. So when you when this thing actually happened, do you remember that it was done in a way that a black man had to be the one to arrest her when it was done? And the optics of it looked really fucked up. Mm-hmm. A lot of people went in on that because how it ended up looking was this white man helps a black woman over the fence to take down the flag. And then this poor black guard who's just doing his job and fucking a job that sucks has to be the one to put the handcuffs on her and arrest her. So now you have this white man and his black woman working together to take down this flag and this black man who's the stooge of the state arresting her. And when you think about that phrase that they use right now, like black men and white women are the weakest links. And the implication of that phrase Right. And this is what we said before about they don't really criticize white men and they kind of want to be with the white men and the replacement ideal mate. They want to be the replacement ideal mate. That whole theater, that whole political theater is a perfect illustration of that because the white woman is not even there. So she's the weakest link. The black man, cop, who's arresting the white man and the black woman. So he's the weakest link. Plus, because he's doing it on behalf of the state. This shows, oh, he wants to be a patriarch. And who's the one that's chosen to help? It's the white man. That whole political theater totally captures what we were um, describing. And 
it's the black woman and the white man together as the strongest links in the struggle. Because if the black man and the white woman are the weakest links in the struggle, then the white man must be the strongest link by implication too, right? Am I wrong? Apparently, apparently so. Yeah, because black, yeah, black women. I mean, are there any other links? Maybe, maybe throw some Asians in there or something. I don't know. They're slick because they say it by omission. You know, instead of saying black black women and white men are the strongest links, they say black men and white women are the weakest links. Which you know, by implication, they could have said black black men and white people, but they didn't. Oh no, that was that wasn't an accident. That was not an accident. They didn't, they didn't accidentally leave out, you know, which is, I don't understand. It's like, who, who's in charge of everything in society? White men. Well, I guess that would make them the strongest link, right? Well, I mean, strongest link in what? In, in, in the fight for justice, right? Yeah, in the fight, in the fight the, for- the, the, one, the, the perpetuators of injustice are the, I guess so. I mean, if you look at it from the standpoint of they're the only ones who really can stop what they're doing. And here's something interesting too, right? Think about this. This shit is confusing, man. I'm confused. If you can't, if black men are just so pathological in their search or desire to be part of white patriarchy that you can't work with them and you have to do these tweets after tweets for these white people, just telling them, because it's the same thing with like this slum flower, like, you know, I, I guess so that white people can rescue you from these black men, right? Why are you able to work with a white man who's the one that is, who's actually the source of this white patriarchy. So black men are bad and problematic and oppress black women because they're getting benefits from white patriarchy. Mm. But when it's time to choose somebody to do the political theater and the optics with and to help you get flagged, you're able to be okay with choosing a white man who is, yeah, you know, so the guy who wants to be the bootleg patriarch, you can't work with, but the actual real patriarch is the one that you feel like you have to make a actual political message to broadcast that you can get along with them because this, this is what they, this is this is this is what they said they said hmm. they said we made this decision I'm repeating myself because for us uh, they want this is what I said it was decided that this role should go to a black woman and that a white man should be the one to help her as a sign that our alliance transcended both racial and gender divides so you can you need to communicate you can transcend racial and gender divides yeah i don't even understand why this is important to them you know what i mean hold on no but specifically between a black woman and a white man i mean because because if if you are so interested in transcending racial and gender divides then you would want to transcend the gender divides between you and black men and you would want to transcend the gender divides between sorry the racial divide between you and white women but instead Bree Newson is talking about how black women and white men, black men and white women are fucking up the game for everybody. So you have no problem enhancing and not transcending the racial divides between you and white women yeah. and and amplifying the, the gender divide between you and black men. So this message apparently makes it clear that the racial and gender divide that they specifically care about getting past is black men and so black women and white men. It's 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 because her behavior is not showing somebody who wants to get over racial and gender divides. At least not when it comes to black men and white women. So it's it's they tell themselves in on themselves in the in a myriad of ways. You know. Yeah. They, they're not here for yeah. black people. They're here for white men, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and that's and, why that's why I said it's why it's always weird to me that they're so dead set on you know seeking out. We gotta have allies. I mean. 
I mean, how how can you have a true ally, really, that's a part of the oppressive group? You know what I mean? That benefits from the oppressive group. Can they really be an ally to you? Because, it's like, okay, say America's at war with, I don't know, Great Britain. I mean, could you have, could you consider some of the British allies? You might could have a spy or, you know, but could you really use the term allies when they are, you know, part of the, you know, the, the British society? See, but this is where it gets very interesting because this is what I think. Let's go back to her other tweet, right? Where she says um, the respective thing. She goes, people who fail to see how black men and white women benefit from patriarchy and racism specifically, but sorry, respectively, you know, when she makes it seem like black men yeah. are the ones who benefit from patriarchy and white women are the ones who benefit from racism. And she kind of leaves out that white women benefit from patriarchy, which to me is very obvious. Uh, they benefit from it way further than black men do. Black men suffer when another race is the one running the patriarchy because it's natural for men of one race to want to kind of eliminate the masculinity of the other race that they feel that yeah. they're competing with. The reason why I think that they want to hide that white women benefit from patriarchy, and tell me what you think about this. I think the reason they want to hide it is because they want to hide that women in general benefit from patriarchy. Because once mm. you accept that women, white or otherwise, can benefit from patriarchy, and these people want to replace white women as the ideal mate to white men, mm -hmm. then then when they replace white women, people will realize that they're not benefiting from the patriarchy. So it's in their interest to hide that women can benefit from patriarchy in general. Or not hide it, just lie about it. Like, yeah, 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 lie it's about just it. Just lie, same. just deny, 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 deny. Yes, yes, same thing. So what, what I'm thinking, this is what I think. I think that there's a lot of projection going on here, as in they always keep claiming that black men are divisive and always dividing yeah. the genders. Whereas, and same thing with uh, the so-called pick-me's or patriarchal princesses, where meanwhile, they're the ones who are always unsolicited doing these stupid tweets. You, you know? Th yeah. Th yeah. Th like, oh, yeah. And our, and our, uh, on our side, this is a response to the crap that they're talking about. Yeah, but, yeah, but they're always projecting. But the second projection is, I think the black men are the straight, straight black men are the white people of black people shit. And also the black men are cozying up to patriarchy and want yeah. to actually do. I think they're projecting. I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. I what, definitely agree with you that they're projecting that. That's what that, they the, want. Especially the part about projecting the fact that we want to be the, we want to replace ourselves in the hierarchy and continue and keep the system as it is. Yes. When, when in actuality, it's more closer to their positions. Yes. These particular BMAT chicks. Y yes. They're the ones who want to benefit from patriarchy. They're the ones yeah. who, they're the ones who want that. Like, you know, and it's, it's like, you can almost rephrase your sentence and it'll be her. Like, I'm going to rephrase the sentence and replace some words. So like, if you change this tweet to, uh, to reflect the projection, it would be like saying black women benefit from being mates to white men in a patriarchal culture, I think that's really what's going on. You know, like th they benefit from being mates to these white men. And through that, they can benefit from white patriarchal capitalism. They get around that. She gets around that by not letting it be known that even white women can benefit from patriarchy. Because they don't want you to know that any yeah. women can benefit from patriarchy because that yeah. partially gives up the game. Make it about 
focusing Good on point. black men as supposed uh, beneficiaries is very nefarious. And the fact that she was yeah. selected out of the blue, and it's 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 a feature. It's not a bug. It's a feature that she's so clueless about how power works, how it gets shared, who benefits from patriarchy versus racism and vice versa. I don't think she's stupid. I think she's there to spread misinformation. And that's what makes her valuable right. to white people. If she could actually yeah. clarify it and make things clear and show how it's really going on, she would not be in the position she's in. She would not be on all these talking head shows and doing all this stuff. She would be down in the trenches with us, useless to them. She's elevated yeah. for her uselessness. Yeah to stopping white supremacy and for her confusion. Yeah, you know, the other thing that kind of stuck out to me was that that was the paragraph that you read. Hold on, let me see if I can, if I can find it. Where she said, where she said, she, the, she removed the flag not only in defiance of those who enslaved my ancestors in the Southern United States, but also in defiance of the pressures that continue against black people globally in 2015, including ongoing ethnic cleansing in the Dominican Republic. I did it in solidarity with South African students who toppled a statue of the white supremacist colonist, colonialist Cecil Rhodes and blah, 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 blah. And I just was like remembering you know that came on the heels of what happened in uh with uh Dylan Road Dylan Dylan Roof right yeah so i mean it's like why can't that moment stand on its own you know what i mean like it's like hey you know what i mean why you have to I, not, always, I mean I, I agree with i don't have a problem with you know I, solidarity with the the black dominicans that are being you know i mean the black uh, the, the haitians that are being abused by the dominicans and, and you know whatever whatever yeah and whatever else you mentioned um i don't have a problem with the solidarity with those people but i, I just don't understand why that moment i think um, um, on the heels of what happened in that church yeah 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 they, they always have to do that they always have to dilute the moment by making it about a bunch of other stuff instead of what's happening right then and there which is like black americans are still being killed by in the same ways yeah. that they were. Yeah, that's a testament to who, like you said, who was in charge. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to offend the people that, you know, cause they were there too. And I don't want them to feel like, you know, I don't, it's just not all, it's us. It's not just us. You know, it, it, like you feel guilty. And she's trying to get a platform. So she wants a big platform. She's not trying to get exactly. justice. She's trying to get a platform and she wants exactly. to cast, cast as wide in that as possible. And this is, well, she got one now. This is a side note, by the way, but you were actually right with the first time when you said like, uh, black dominicans because i think it's really what it's targeting just want black people in general and the dominican republic thing because yeah they, they say it's about haitians but how they actually practice it out the mechanism of it is any person who looks black and can't produce papers yeah is assumed to be haitian of haitian descent exactly so it's a way to whether you were born whether you you and your parents and your grandparents were all born in the dominican if you and they weren't given out papers yeah yeah they weren't giving out papers so so basically they say it's to get rid of haitians but the way it's actually set up is going to naturally end up getting rid of a lot of actual dominicans who just happen to be black and can't prove that they're not haitian so right so it's bigger than just getting rid of haitians they just want to just get rid of blackness on that on that yeah, island it's an anti-black it's an anti-black campaign yeah and whether you're a black haitian or black dominican they don't care they want to get rid of you altogether now, here's something very interesting right um, one thing they do is all right. So that's the end of the preview. If you want to hear the rest of the episode, go to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks and become a subscriber.